Welcome back to DPT to CEO, the podcast where I, Dr. Morgan Meese, PT, owner of The Well Physio, a cash-based physical therapy practice I started in 2019, share with you as much as I can on how to successfully start, launch, and grow your own solo practice. Whether you're brand new and just thinking about getting started, or whether you're currently working with a full caseload of your very own patients, this podcast is for you. And of course, if you'd like more help, you can find all the resources on my website at morganmeese.com and connect with me on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Meese. If you're ready, let's dive in. Oh, here we are. <laughs> Um, (laughs) um, hello everybody (laughs) welcome back to the world's least awkward podcast and video show (laughs) um with me morgan your host and my beautiful and amazing assistant trisha um this homegirl has been behind the scenes for a long like we're probably coming up on like two years yeah I think, yeah, um, I think September, we just passed two years. Oh, happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, tonight, I'm really excited to uh, share this interview with you guys because um, Trisha is a virtual assistant um, and Hi. she has been doing a bunch of stuff online, um, you know, with me, with other businesses, and she's also a physical therapist. So, um, yeah, just really excited to dive into the story. And if you have any questions while you're watching live, please leave a comment down below and we will get to them. Um, you know, or if you're watching on the replay, same thing. Um, so without further ado, Trisha, um, who are you? What do you do? And tell us about yourself. Oh my goodness. Okay. Hi everyone. <laughs> I'm Trisha. I am from South Jersey. I've been a PT for eight years now, I think. Um, I think, six, six. yeah, eight years. I had to do some math there real quick. <laughs> um, so right out of PT school, I um, I joined on with a team uh, in a subacute rehab facility. I loved it. Had a great team. Had a couple of people in there that were really great mentors and everything. And then um, kind of worked my way up to senior physical therapist of the team, which was great. You know, loved everything about it. Um, there were obviously some, you know, weaknesses and things about, you know, any setting of healthcare. But I kind of always knew that my plan was when I had kids, I wanted to kind of pull back a bit. And um, so I had my first daughter in 2019. And so I went to part time work. And in the process of all of that, kind of planning for that was trying to figure out what I could do on the side, because obviously, going from full time to part time, you need to make up for some stuff somewhere. And so I started looking at a bunch of different avenues. And I tried a few different things. I was you know, doing transcription for a while. And that just was not worth the effort. Um, Looked into a couple of things and came across um, virtual assistant. And just the fact that it was this huge, broad topic, looked into some research on um, the virtual savvy Facebook group, um, Mm -hmm. which was super helpful. And just was like, all right, I'll try it. You know, what's the worst that could happen? Um, Joined, joined the group. And I think that's where one of the Facebook groups that I was in, because one of the things they tell you is to join a bunch of Facebook groups for virtual assistant. And I came across your posting or something like that. Somehow we came into contact. I was just trying to remember and I don't remember how we, yeah, I I don't know if it was like, Hey, who's medical, (laughs) like, you know, whatever. And that was one of the things I guess I should throw in there was that I wanted to tie the two worlds together. And I didn't want to just be a virtual assistant for the sake of being a virtual assistant. I wanted to 
still keep my my healthcare background. Um, so I decided to be a virtual assistant for people in healthcare because one of the most frustrating things for me as a PT was that I just wanted to do the job of a therapist and I hated being pulled in so many different directions and it pulled mm -hmm. me away from what I wanted to do. So when I was like, fine, I'll do P I'll do virtual assistant and decided my, my goal for the job was to give healthcare workers the chance to do what they love. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so met up with Morgan and, and started working with each other, you know, back in 2019, I think part-time and then um, fast forward to COVID time, which was, you know, super stressful, super fun <laughs> in, uh, in healthcare. And it was, it was just becoming draining. And I, and I knew that a change needed to, to happen. And especially that got really, um, the need became even greater because I, I had my second daughter and um, knew that I wanted to be full time at home with both the kiddos mm -hmm. then. So uh, talked with Morgan and we kind of figured out a way to kind of get me uh, out there to find more clients and, and, and make it work. So yeah, I feel like that yeah. was a way description, but way too much. But oh my gosh, <laughs> no, no, that's great. Yeah. You know, like you, you've been doing this for a while now. And yeah. like, there are so many factors that go into like starting to work for yourself, like whatever you end up doing for yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and a lot of changes that can happen in the like on your way to where you're going too. Um, yeah. So yeah, thank you so much for for sharing all of that. Um, and let's see. Uh, oh, I was gonna say, um, Trisha is the reason this podcast exists whenever, um, whenever and whoever ends up listening to this when it becomes a podcast. Um, the sole reason it's available is because of Trisha. Um, so yeah, um, if anybody wants to send her a thank you note, you totally can. Um, so I guess, well, I maybe one question that I have, which I could, um, you know, picture some other people maybe like wondering about you're a physical therapist, I'm a physical mm -hmm. therapist, I help therapists be their own, you know, therapy practice. Um, I guess maybe like, tell us more about like, why you chose to go into something non non clinical, you know, rather than like using like, therapy skills privately. Yeah. Um, so the ironic thing is, uh, as I was a therapist, you know, maybe maybe five years ago at this point or longer, my my dad kept going like, you should go into business for yourself and stuff. And I was like, never going to happen. Yeah. Never, never, never. Yeah. Um, just the whole idea of handling insurance and stuff like freaked me out and everything. And um, so it was when it came time to try and figure out working from home and stuff, I, I still wanted to be home with the kids. And I, I couldn't really figure out I, I'm definitely more of a hands on want to be in there with a patient if I'm going to treat them, I wanted yeah. to be as hands-on as possible. So telehealth just wasn't, I didn't feel like I would be serving the patient best, at least for me. There are sure. plenty of people who do telehealth and they, they rock at it. It just wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to try and find a different avenue. And so that's why I started researching all the different ways that, you know, you can earn money from home mm -hmm. and nothing was really sitting well with me. Um, mm -hmm wasn't worth the effort. And it, and it also bothered me that I wasn't doing something that had some clinical tie. So sure. Um, that's when, you know, finding this, it was, it was kind of the best of, of both worlds. I could be with my kiddos. I could have a flexible schedule and still, still serve people who were in healthcare. Um, mm -hmm. So, and I mean, and you and I have kind of started talking recently about some other avenues that I would, I would want to take um, possibly yeah. supporting healthcare and, and patients. Um, mm -hmm. So maybe something a little more clinical down the road, but for right now, this is, this is great for my season. 
So yeah, I love yeah. that. Um, and that's like honestly, I feel like one of the biggest things that I've learned, like doing all of this stuff, is you know, and I I don't know if it's just me or you know, like we go to school for such a long period of time and then you graduate, get licensed, get a job, and you're a staff mm-hmm. clinician, and that's like kind of the end point unless you decide to like go into management. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just like the standard uh, trajectory, I suppose, or into business for yourself or whatever. Um, but like, uh, I had to like become okay with change and mm-hmm. like understanding that there are going to be like different seasons of life. And like, just because you commit to doing something right now doesn't mean that you have to do it forever. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like that you put it that way. And like being a virtual assistant too, like it can translate to so many other things. Oh, my word. Yeah, I was so I was so shocked when I started when I came across it. And it was literally like, there are a ton of different niches, and you can do a ton of different tasks with that. And I was like, this is endless, like, literally no limits. And Mm -hmm. I can make it whatever I want. And we and you and I have even changed my roles with things like, Mm -hmm. I came in as as basic administration and, and minimal bookkeeping stuff. And that has changed drastically over the years um, mm-hmm. just by you showing me things. Yeah. <laughs> Which I can't stress this enough for people who aren't sure about virtual assistant. Like I came in with next to no <laughs> know-how of softwares and stuff. Like it was like Morgan's a, a flipping genius on software. <laughs> um, That's a nice way of putting it. It's like every time it's like, hey, have you ever used this? No, I haven't. But sure, let's try it. Like, let's go YouTube this and find out and whatever. So, you know, you learn stuff on the way and you find what you like and what you don't like. And yeah, so always some changing. Of, some of us have uh, a lot of software to use. <laughs> and change every six months. Um, don't, don't do that <laughs> to yourself. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the, the positive of it is like you said, like you get a lot of experience learning different things and then, you know, like in the, you can watch manage my business and take what you like for yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. notice things that you're like, wow, I can't believe she's doing this. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. Um, you know, and I also really like the other you said about whenever you're coming across some don't know how to use, like you just look it up. Like there's Mm -hmm. so much information available on how to use everything that you know like if you know whoever's listening to this if this is something that you've ever considered doing you know or you know even if you're just like scared to use software like maybe you do things a lot like manually right now um you know you can basically type in how to use blank whatever software on youtube and somebody will have a tutorial for you on how to use it a hundred percent it's nuts like yeah youtube facebook just the amount of groups that are out there of you know you throw a question up there and not just the administrators but i mean kind of like your group you know not just administrators but anybody who's part of the group is answering questions and you know offering support there so yeah everybody's learning (laughs) yeah so like you could literally start tomorrow with zero skills yeah and you'd be able to figure it out which is super cool um yeah there's definitely a lot to do um and so like with this journey over the past couple of years and getting into working for yourself i think kind of like over overall what have been some of the biggest challenges um so biggest challenges have been one the first thing was just having the confidence to do it um to be like okay i'm going from a steady pt job um something that i went to school for something you know that i've spent years getting good at um Mm -hmm. and leaving it to to try something here and i 
I sort of took it cautiously in the sense that, you know, I, I still had my full-time job when, when I started it. Um, or actually, maybe I was part-time at the, at the time. My timeline's getting all off. But, you know, I, I was still working. I still had that steady. And I feel like you bring that up often in your, you know, in your blogs and podcasts and whatever that, you know, you are able to have this, you know, starting slow and what's the worst that can happen sort of thing. Just just take that leap. And so that was, I think, the first thing was having the confidence to do it. Um, now the biggest challenges have been, you know, I, I have two small ones at home with me. I have a, an 18 month old and a three year old. So they are constantly changing. And there, you know, you get to this level of, okay, we, you know, when, when my youngest was an infant, when she was first born, we were trying to navigate, you know, what's mm -hmm. this going to look like for, for your business, for my business. Um, and once she kind of got to a more independent level, I was like, oh, great, we have arrived. Like, we're good. <laughs> But, you know, there's going to be another change right around the corner and, you know, just juggling life, you know, trying to find what is the best for, for me, for my clients, for our family, you know, things like that. So, yeah. so those are, are the two big ones right now. Yeah. Um, do you have any off the top of your head, like any pro tips on life balance stuff, like anything that you've found that's made things like 1% easier? Um, the, the first, and it's, it's very hard to do, but the first is get organized as organized as you can. Um, mm -hmm. it, yeah, that, that would be my first thing is to get as uh -huh. organized as you can. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, for the people who, you know, don't have kids or whatever, then great. You're, you're a step ahead of the one, those of us who are working from home parents. Um, but for those of you who are working from home parents, I would say just learn to accept that, you know, things are going to change. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be how you have set in your head. Um, and you just kind of have to roll with it and and find, you know, to, to throw in what we were talking about the theme there, like find your priority, find what, yeah. what is the most important thing um, for, for you and for them at the time. So I would say, yeah, that would... I, you know, I've only been a parent for three years. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, it's, it's gone so fast. So in my head, yeah. I'm like, I'm still new to all this. What do we do? <laughs> um, but yeah, it is, is the best I could say, because as soon as you're like, okay, you know, I am definitely partly type A where I was like, okay, I have this and this, and I'm going to plan this out. And you can't, sometimes it just does not happen that way. And yeah. you just have to be okay with it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, And find people who are going to support you. So, you know, I, I have a, an amazing husband who has been super supportive during this. Mm -hmm. My, uh, my mom and my husband's mom, my mother-in-law have been great with helping watch the kids with stuff. Mm -hmm. And then finding clients who are flexible with this, like I would not be able to do any of this if I did, if I had clients who, you know, were not flexible with me. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's, yeah, that's another huge one. So yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, like that, that would be something like you listener viewer, if you know, like working for yourself, like being like a service provider to other businesses, you know, whether it's virtual assistants or like I do a lot of marketing stuff for other businesses now. Um, when you are meeting with clients, asking them about that, you know, like, is it more important to you to have everything like it's done by a certain time on a certain day, every single week, like, you know, without fail, um, you know, how much flexibility do you have or like, like me? Do you not care as long as it gets done around <laughs> yeah. the due date? <laughs> but, yeah. Um, you know, uh, because like it's it's so true, especially because Trisha and I are in different times. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like I don't think I've ever been like very with at least with you and my sister, I've never been very like 
deadline yeah no with myself I have <laughs> but um you know like I think just like going into business for yourself you also kind of have to learn to have that flexibility with your own self yeah. um and things most likely are going to take twice as long as you think they are that's one of the biggest like helpful things yeah. that I've given myself is, you know, particularly with websites, like I know if I like chain myself to a desk, I could make an entire website in one day if I really mm -hmm. wanted to. Um, realistically, that's probably not gonna happen. So like I give myself extended periods of time yeah. and set expectations with the people that I work with, um, or at least I try. So then that way, like you're not putting a ton of extra pressure on yourself. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. I don't know how you feel about that, but I feel like there's never like external pressure, like all the stress and pressure that I feel is completely self-imposed. Oh yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, from <laughs> from the perspective of work and from the perspective of life, it's been like it's been completely me of being like, I have to get this done, and it's it's never been my clients who are like, Hey, let's get this done now. And yeah. even from home life, where I'm like trying to balance everything, it's never been my husband being like, Yo. Like, did you clean this yet? Did you cook this? <laughs> like, it's never been any of that. And it's just literally been my own self, but um, which is a huge blessing. But at the same time, it's also a little bit of why I went into business for myself. You yeah. know, part of the reason I, I don't have that external pressure of productivity and, you know, yeah. all this other stuff. Like I have this freedom, which is very nice, you know. Mm -hmm. So as long as you can keep yourself accountable, like, I mean, we might be doing a little bit too much self-critiquing to ourselves, but yeah. You know, you have to have some some aspect of it because you're running a business. But it is nice not to not to have all that external pressure as well. So mm -hmm. yeah, my stress level like... has been a lot better. Good, <laughs> so, that's so good. Since I left PT world right now. So I know. I'm like, I feel like for me, it you know, I'm definitely like still stressed, as you know, but it's a lot different than like the stress that you're under in the clinic or the hospital or wherever you are. Yeah. Um, because like a lot of it is like, you're doing stuff that, you know, either you like, like you're passionate about like doing it, you enjoy it. Um, mm -hmm. you know, or you're very much in control of where your time is going. Yeah. Um, you know, so like it is still stressful, but also not too much. So, yeah. Um, another That's question that, yes, exactly. Um, another question that I have for you, uh, which I kind of know, but also kind of don't know. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about the other clients that you have, the other businesses that you currently work with, you have worked with um, yeah. for like options, example? Yeah. So, um, so like I said, you know, I, I'm trying to keep in the healthcare realm. Mm -hmm. um, so obviously, from, am I just listing like who I'm working for or like what types of things I'm doing with them as well? Yes, both. Both. Um, so for Morgan, like she mentioned, I am kind of managing some Facebook stuff for her in the groups. I am handling the production of, of her content. So, you know, the blogs, the podcasts, you know, those types of things go up. Um, so that little bit of, you know, end of the month finances where we're, you know, kind of checking things off. Uh, one of my other clients is um, a company that does SEO work for uh, dentists, orthodontists, uh, things like that. So my, my jobs are handling, you know, we have somebody write up blog for, for them monthly. So I kind of look at the keywords for that and create topics. We send it off to somebody, they write it up and I load it up on, um, each person's either Wix or WordPress, whatever it is, and kind of try and mm -hmm. make it score the best score possible mm -hmm. to get it up there. 
Um, and I'm also creating Google My Business graphics and trying to get that up monthly for them as well. Um, and then Morgan just got me in touch with Brandis recently. You guys yeah. met Brandis uh, first, yeah. your first interview of all of mm -hmm. this. Um, and so kind of taking on a few similar tasks uh, for Brandis of what I'm doing for you. So kind of the production stuff of some of her content, um, keeping up with um, kind of updating her CRM things like that. Uh, but that's kind of within just my little my little business. But it's I mean, it could be anything we started off just basic administration, you know, mm -hmm. stuff for you. Um, but it can go like I it <laughs> you just can't even explain like how far it can go. Um, mm -hmm. Literally, like the first Facebook group that I tell anybody is I was like, go to virtual savvy just because it's the one at least that I found that described things so well of like, these are all the different things you possibly could do. Oh, by the way, there's more like yeah. anything you could think of, whatever. But those are just some basic things of what I do for a virtual assistant. Um, and I think it's a little confusing to people at first, especially my we were just talking about this, like my former co-workers when I left, I was like, oh, I started a business. And they're like, oh, are you doing like private practice or something? I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm a virtual assistant. Or they'll say they'll see like my business title, Patricia Minor VA. And they think I work for like veterans or something, you yeah. know, like <laughs> for veterans. Yeah. Um, so explain to them of like, no, I'm not I'm not treating anybody, but I'm working with healthcare, but I literally can do whatever I want with them. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's a little hard. It's just just know whoever's looking into virtual assistant, it's literally limitless. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like I, I can't stress that enough. <laughs> yeah. And I like I say this all the time, too. But I feel like if I were to go back and start a business again, I would probably go down the VA route. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like I might still like treat people as well. But it is like there's just so many options. And I mean, I I feel like some of the stuff that I do slash we do, like for the people that we work with, um, it does kind of fall under that realm, yeah. you know, yeah. even though it's more like marketing and that's what I advertise it as, like I'm still doing things for other businesses. Yeah. Um, and like that, I just wanted to mention as well, like being a virtual assistant, not only can you like be involved in a bunch of different areas in business, but I feel like there's also kind of a spectrum where like on one end, like you basically are just like another person who can like do stuff, you know, like mm -hmm. um, business owners will always say like, I wish I could clone myself. And that's what you become. Yeah. You just read the instructions, do the thing for them. Um, but then like on the other end, it's kind of being like more, I guess, like proactive and more of maybe even like, like an office manager, so to speak, where like, mm -hmm. you're more like watching the business and seeing everything that's going on ingestions in ways that like things could work a lot better or um you know maybe you are an assistant that helps with marketing in particular or sales or whatever it is and um you just like you specifically only do that like social media managers too yeah. is kind of like a sort of a VA as well um yeah, absolutely yeah yeah and and it's it's why I have my my why of the business like you said kind of like you know when people say I wish I can clone myself it, it for me at least it's for that purpose so that you can go do exactly what it is that you've been wanting to do and not get bogged down by you know all the other things um yeah but yeah it, it just depends on what you want to do with it so like you said like you can zero in on just one thing and just be exclusive exclusively marketing or whatever um but you know you get your chance to pick how specific or broad you want to be with it so mm -hmm. yeah, yeah absolutely um so i guess like maybe another thing 
if somebody wanted to be a virtual assistant and you know say they they like picked a niche whatever they decided like mm -hmm. what they want to do with it do you have any advice on how to be like a good virtual assistant or mm -hmm. anything like that like <laughs> i don't um, know if that really makes sense but <laughs> so i mean it the first thing i kind of try and think of is like what i would want um mm -hmm. and for a good virtual assistant i mean it don't be afraid to ask questions i mean there have been plenty of times i feel like where i've come to you and been like i don't know what this is <laughs> um, so like we either figure it out together or you know we've learned you know you and i have both learned how the other learns well so like yeah you create a loom video if you wanted to show me something not only does it save us time but like i can go back and look at something so kind of figuring each other out don't be afraid to ask questions um and then you know for me it's like trying to anticipate what your needs would be so we have had two years to kind of develop this relationship and and get to know each other really well and in that time i feel like you really need to invest yourself in the client and say okay like i know morgan pretty good now uh, i can i can anticipate what you're gonna want or i know your style of something so like you said like you're watching this business i'm watching you do this so you know, making suggestions, you know, and but obviously, it's still your business. But if it's in the name of, you know, improving your business and not mm -hmm. being like, listen, I think what you're doing sucks, you know, <laughs> like, that, it's never gonna work. Um, like, which has never been the case. But if it's uh -huh. like, hey, I really think, you know, I saw this on a, on a Facebook group, really thought it got a good response, you know, mm -hmm. what do you think? At the end of the day, it's your business, you do what you want with it. And, you yeah. know, so just trying to anticipate their needs, I think mm -hmm. is is an important piece as well. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm. <laughs> there are things that will probably come to me as as we were doing a project or something, but yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I think that's. I was just you know like curious, like like thing things that you learned. I think you you know you answered it like how I guess maybe like how how to be effective and you know like you yeah. said like me a good relationship with whoever you're working with, which you know comes into play no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I wanted to mention too uh, is, you know, at least I feel like one of our best things that we have done is making a standard operating procedures manual. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, instead of like Trisha, just uh, Trisha and I all the time, like instant messaging back and forth about how to do things. And like that information gets lost once it's used. <laughs> um, like we actually like started, um, it's in ClickUp, the platform that we're using, but essentially like a list of like all the routine tasks that could happen, yep. whether they're things that happen on a daily basis, monthly, just as needed, but like how to do X, Y, Z. And mm -hmm. we've been taking those Loom videos that Trisha mentioned and we put them in there. So, you know, like for example, maybe it's something like how to schedule an appointment for a client. You know, and mm -hmm. then like I make a video on how to do that. Then if I ask you, you know, like, hey, Trisha, can you schedule an appointment for John Smith or whatever? She can be like, got it. 100% know what I'm doing. Open up yep. the SOP and then read the instruction. Yep. Um, and that's definitely, I think, like saved a lot of time. And, um, you know, we, we might be bringing on an intern soon. Um, mm -hmm. And it also makes it really helpful if you are going to hire and bring more people in they yeah. can really just pop in um, because yep. you already have the instructions put there. Uh, so just wanted to put that out there. If you're going to be a VA and you were working with somebody who doesn't have an SOP manual, that could be something that you politely suggest because it will help a lot. <laughs> it will save a lot of time <laughs> and headache for sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, cool. Well, let's see. Um, oh, here's one thing. So 
if you are a therapy practice owner, like I know I have a very particular way of going about getting patients. If mm -hmm. you want to be a VA, how do you get clients? Oh, great question. Um, and I feel like I, I feel like I kind of have an advantage here a bit because, you know, there have been, sadly, when I look on some of these Facebook groups, there have been people who have been struggling for months trying to get, um, trying to get clients, they put themselves mm -hmm. out there, they've responded to, to job ops and stuff like that, and just haven't gotten things back. Um, you literally fell into my lap. <laughs> Same, <Within> probably. <laughs> weeks of me being like, okay, I'm gonna do this. And it was it was awesome. Um, but so my first thing was my first game plan was to, you know, just be present on these Facebook groups. And that was that was something huge where it was like, okay, I'm not just gonna sit and, you know, wait for someone to to find me on Facebook, because that's not going to work. It's not yeah. going to work at all if you just sit and wait. Um, so I joined as many Facebook groups as I could manage on there. Mm -hmm. um, and just responded to people if it was like, hey, you know, what kind of what kind of niche do you guys uh, do immediately went on. And I think that's how you and I found each other. Now that I think more about it was that yeah. I was just like I'm a healthcare VA and either you saw it or there was a discussion topic about it and boom you find somebody um for my my second client the one who I do SEO work with it was a discussion you and I had about like okay I want to try and develop more clients you know how how do you suggest that and one of the things that you said was just like again be present on social media like throw a post up there let's see what happens and I use my my personal Facebook as um as also my business stuff and I have a huge network in and of itself just because my husband's family is huge so <laughs> me putting one post on there it got shared a ton of times so it was it was super helpful to have people who were supportive with that just saying like hey i have spots open you know this is what i do and ironically it was um, a, a family member who came to me and was like hey you know this is what our business is you know come on, come on aboard and stuff. And you just kind of start making this networking. Um, but the biggest, the biggest thing is, and it, I feel like you've brought this up too, in, in past posts of you have to be present, you have to you have to make a mark somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like at least for me, because I'm not a good salesperson of, for myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, when you go to the gym, and you talk to people, and like you said, <laughs> like, you have to know that it potentially could take time, but like, you're talking yeah. to people and it word gets around and stuff. That would be my nightmare. Um, but, but, to, but to go on social media, it's a little bit easier. Um, I'm finding I'm becoming more of an introvert as I get older. So it's at least <laughs> a little bit easier for me on social media to just kind of create a post, make make a graphic, do something that kind of shares what I'm doing. I, I started an Instagram. I have not been very good about it, but I, I started an Instagram, you know, profile for my VA stuff and just started, you know, showing reasons of why I was doing it. Like, why did I start being a VA? I was doing it for my kids and, you know, just kind of behind the scenes stuff a little bit. So sharing yourself, being involved as much as you can. Um, yeah. Or as much as you want to be because it, you get out of it what you put into it so mm -hmm. yeah absolutely you know and I think um a lot of like what you're sharing with like being present and networking and talking to people it like also just boils down to like you believing in yourself enough to be willing to like literally say I am a virtual assistant in this case yeah. I am a virtual assistant or I own a virtual assistant business and I work with other business owners or whatever and help them yeah. with whatever they need uh, you know, even if you haven't gained a client yet, you have to like make that decision in yeah. your head and flip the switch that like, I own a business now. 
I'm a virtual assistant now. And, you know, like I don't currently have anybody on my roster, but it, they're coming because they have to, because that's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, and I mean the same thing with all the therapy stuff too. Like, I feel like that's Mm -hmm. a place where it can like kind of like make or break you when it comes to opening a business. Um, you know, if you don't make that decision to actively, you know, become what you want to be and start acting like it. Um, it makes it hard for other people to believe you too. Yeah. You know, that was, um, like when I was researching all the stuff for VA and I was like, Oh, I'm considering this. What are the steps that that was literally one of the first things where it was like, just start telling people I'm a virtual assistant. Like Mm -hmm. you're talking to people and they're like, Oh, you know, what do you do? Tell them you're a virtual assistant. Who cares if you, if you don't have a client yet, like just, just start it. And like you said, like you start believing (laughs) that you're, you're going to be doing this. People are going to, you know, like believe it as well. Not that it's not true, but it's, you know, they feel that confidence as well and say, oh, okay. And pass along the information. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah, absolutely. You know, and if it makes you feel any better too, like if you, you know, want to be a hundred percent truthful more, I guess, um, (laughs) You can always say that like you are a virtual assistant and you're looking for your first client. Yeah. You know, and like people will understand that. Nobody's going to like look at you and laugh at you and be like, what is this person doing? They're almost every, if anybody says that they're a crazy person and it's okay. Just like, don't even bother with them, you know, but, um, every single person. Yeah. People are are positive about it. Yeah. They're going to be like, wow, cool. What does that mean? Yeah. You know? Um, and yeah, so I, it's definitely a really great opportunity. And, um, you know, I did want to point out as well, you know, for, for people who are listening to this, you may or may not like have any concept of the wide world of being a VA, but there are lots of different options in terms of like who a business owner can hire and where Mm -hmm. they are. So like, for example, I know, um, a few other, uh, business owners that I've met over the past few years who have hired virtual assistants overseas. Um, and one of the biggest reasons that they do that is, well, two things that I have heard is one, the pay rate is a Mm -hmm. lot lower than in the U S um, you know, which can be beneficial to a business if that's one of their biggest things that they're looking for is the lowest rate. Um, or like sometimes people will, look for a VA in a particular time zone so that when work is being done, it the times line up in some yeah. fashion that, that works best for the business. Um, You're almost and, always working. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but I know for me, uh, I was most comfortable with um, you know, like somebody here in the States so that like, you know, typically we could talk on a daily basis, mm-hmm. um, you know, even though we're hours apart and everything. Um, but I also love the fact that you're also a physical therapist, you know, <laughs> and it's like, that's just so cool because even though like I have a bunch of stuff I do and like, it's not just practicing PT, like if you're looking for a VA and you are a therapist and hire somebody who is also a therapist or even like somebody with a healthcare background, yeah, you speak the same language immediately, exactly. which also helps with like getting going. Absolutely. Um, yeah. That's, so like, yeah, don't, I was just going to say like, don't count yourself out if you're worried about like, 
oh, there's a bunch of other VAs that charge a bunch less than me. Like, that's fine. Because mm -hmm. like, I know for me, I would rather hire somebody with a higher rate that I can speak to immediately who knows what I want, you know, yeah. um, rather than uh, somebody overseas. And that's just, that's my values, but other businesses might value like the, the pay rate more. So like, yeah. totally okay. Yeah. And that's been, I mean, even for my, one of my other clients, uh, the one that we do SEO for, we have somebody, a third party, third party person who's writing blogs for us. And you kind of have to figure out that value of, you know, do you, do you want to pay a little less, but they don't quite understand um, some of the dental and orthodontic, like orthodontic lingo or whatever. And so we're almost at, at times kind of going back, reading over the blogs and trying to make sure that it makes sense. It's cohesive. Mm -hmm. it, it actually fits into there. Um, or you find somebody who, you know, you know, we eventually found somebody who was in the States and kind of understood that a little bit better. Um, mm -hmm. But it's, been helpful for your business and even their business where I'm, I'm not constantly having to look stuff up because, yeah. you know, I've been in the healthcare world for a while now. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, know what I'm reading. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think like that just reminded me of like another worry that sometimes people have about like starting their own business of, um, you know, well, I went to school for all this time. And, you know, like if I am not a practicing therapist, then like it was a waste of time to go to school or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, if you haven't heard of the non-clinical fee, um, Meredith Caston, I believe is her name. Mm -hmm. She has tons of great information yeah. on all the different ways that you can use your degree non-clinically. And being a virtual assistant for healthcare businesses is a perfect example. Yeah. And, you know, you can still use your degree and your knowledge and all that you've gained and you just apply it in a different way to still help mm -hmm. patients. Yeah. And I mean, even outside of my, my VA world, I'm still kind of tied to that PT world of I've been either my friend's parents or my parents' friends. I've been helping lately with um, kind of walking them through if they're in rehab for something, you know, because I have this flexibility, because I'm not doing my, my PT job, and I have flexibility with my VA job, I can hop on a call and be part of a wellness meeting and kind of talk the family through, you know, what just happened during that meeting? Or what are you looking for for the next step? So I am still using my, my PT degree, I'm still doing per diem every now and then as well. Mm -hmm. So you know, I'm still involved with it, I'm still using it. Um, and that and that's what works for me. But again, there's no there's no shame, there's no guilt in you spent all this time, you know, going to school and you know, working for X amount of years or whatever, there's still plenty of things that you can do with that degree, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. And remembering that like your degree is not your identity. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, it comes out, it, it serves its purpose in one way or another, even if it's just, you learned valuable lessons of how to treat other people of how mm -hmm. to, you know, especially for the field that I was in and stuff being subacute, a lot of it was mostly geriatrics. And, you know, it, it opens your eyes to a whole new world. And even if I'm not treating somebody, you you treat people differently, you get a different perspective of it. And it, you know, doesn't just spill into your business, it spills into your life. But like you said, it's not my degree isn't, you know, what makes or breaks me. So yeah, what you do with it. Yeah, exactly. So I think that is a really good place to end on and something to think about for everybody who's listening. Um, you know, I think you shared a ton of really great stuff with us tonight, Trisha, and I hope that it helps to like, I guess, like broaden the horizons in a way for, mm -hmm. you know, if you are considering starting your own business, uh, it doesn't have to be a practice, you know, that's mm -hmm. what I talk about. <laughs> there are a lot of different yeah. things that you 
do. And like the process to starting a business is always going to be very similar. Um, but there's lots of ops. So yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here and no for problem. sharing all of this stuff. Um, if uh, any of our listeners or viewers have questions, where can they find you? Mm, good question. Um, so <laughs> I have my, my personal Facebook, like I said, is um, just Patricia Minor. So finding mm -hmm. me probably through Morgan. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find me on there. And then I have an Instagram that is Patricia Minor VA. Like I said, I really need to keep up on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess the best way to, if you had questions about virtual assistant, what can be done with it, just finding me on Facebook and, you know, sending me a DM and, you know, starting to talk, talk about what your questions are and pointing you in the direction that you would need. So. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much again. And, um, you know, everybody who is listening, thank you so much for being here yeah. and for checking this out. Um, I hope it was helpful and I'll see you on the next one. Bye. See ya. <laughs>